Hey everybody, welcome to the Combo Wombo Podcast. I'm here with Chipped Monk to the right of me for the first time ever. We are live and in person. What's going on, bro? We're doing it live. We're doing it big, bro. Like it's- nothing much. We're here at my uh, condo, the Wizard Tower, uh, on the casting couch, living a bit. We are in Casa de Wizard Rush. Just a little blast from the past on that one. We have... he serenaded me with a nice, nice uh, guitar solo there. Yeah. Um, I was he, testing the mics, bro. I was he, testing he, the levels. He gave me a drink. I don't know what's <laughs> in it. I feel, I feel a little tipsy. It's a potion, it bro. It says Red Bull. I don't, I don't know. I'm not going to show it on camera though, because when we get that sponsorship, <laughs> just saying, it gives you wangs. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, but all right, guys. So, so this was a fucking bitch and a half to set up, though. Like you did all the groundwork, but then there's something about USB devices and not wanting to play nice with each other, especially with a camera going over the same one. Yeah, I got like the basic bitch uh, <laughs> USB cords, and like apparently they don't like to give data. Like I got those for the lights, so I did like nice lights. Yeah. And when you buy LED lights, they no longer sell shit that just plugs right into the wall. So you yeah. have to buy things that are all USB. So I have like a USB power port on a power strip. And that took care of like four of the things. And I was like, this is fine. It'll work just the same for the camera and microphones. It does not work just the same. You you fucked us up. I brought over an active USB extender, which was like the saving grace. I think we found that. I had one as well. And that's what like yeah. got the camera up here. Otherwise, it would have been like a, a bit further back. That's true. That's true. So we figured it out. Um, it's it was a mission, but we got breakfast. You know, yeah. we we chilled. We got to we, we had breakfast on the lake, bro. Yeah, yeah. That that was one of those things where you can't do it digitally. Yeah, right? it's like you can <laughs> pop it over on the green screen, you know, and just go. Yeah, I'm at the. Yeah, no one gives a shit. <laughs> so yeah, was, I was like, I was like, do you want to go have breakfast at this lake, dude? Because it's right. literally across the street. Right. They're like, yeah, all right. And you're like, how far is it? And like, you pull out. and You're like. I'm like, dude, it's right there. And you're like, holy shit, it was right across the street. Was like, yeah, dude. So, so we were we were chilling in the hood. Uh, we definitely went into into hood part of town, and uh, like, I, I live in the suburbs now. So, and I, I grew up in the hood though. So, I used to live in the hood like three years ago. Right. Uh, right. So I grew up also in the hood. So I'm like, this is fine, dude. And you're like, dude, what the hell? Look, look at all this trash <laughs> everywhere. Like this. This isn't right, bro. You don't, like, you don't realize how bougie you are until you go back to the old neighborhood, right? And yeah. you're all, like, growing up, I'm like, this is all fine. This is just what, like, what the world looks like. Now I'm just like, the fuck is this trash? <laughs> so, I mean, I get over it. So what have you been up to lately, bro? What have you been playing? I know you've been um, on that uh, on that uh, web novel grind. Bro, I'm, I'm all sure right. you're still going through it. So I'm new- going to take like 40 minutes for you to talk about it like three episodes ago. <laughs> We're gonna- Good, dude. This is what I've been up to. All right, it's called the book eating magician. Okay, (laughs) (laughs) it's about a young magician who gets a grimoire that goes into his hand, so his hand has like a little mouth on it that eats up other magical items. Uh, It's okay. He's kind of like a goody two shoe. Like everything he does is like okay. It's a very generic uh, fantasy. It's like. Every generic fantasy trope they have. It's like really bad writing. Uh, so I don't know. I'm pretty deep into it already. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Any gaming at all? No, I've just been playing more mobile. <laughs> you do one mobile what? episode, this man's back on the crack cocaine. Yeah, I'm like, huh, I don't have a problem, bro. You have a problem. <laughs> I, I literally came to pick this man up. He had the shakes. and I was down there like playing the game while he was coming <laughs> to pick me up. I'm like, 
Oh, he's here. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I gotta get my dailies, bro. I was like, maybe he's texting me. I'm just gonna give it a second. And I'm like, this motherfucker's playing a game. Right <laughs> I was grinding uh, my dailies, bro. Yeah, you know, hey, that's, that's all right. Goes. That's all right, man. As for me, uh, in gaming right now, hey, man, what you been up to? You been reading anything? You been I audio books? Oh, so I started a, I started a new job, uh, like day job, actually. So I've been um, brushing up on just low level code um just to deal with work so i haven't been doing anything really fun uh i'm near the end of neo 2 on the stream I'm, i was hoping to beat it uh this week at time of recording but uh the game's longer and it's throwing bosses at me like a son of a bitch so that's has doing like that low level coding like kind of re-inspired you to like mess with like game maker at all yeah yeah no it's it's one of those things where now like before messing with game maker was like it was fun and it was a hobby, right? Because my, my day job was so different. Yeah. Now that I'm coding or will be coding in PHP and doing some other like low level uh, edits and stuff, it feels like work. Yeah, you're going so, in there like shit. This is a grind. But I'm I'm also like reacclimating myself to PHP after not having done it in a while. So it's that's the one good thing I found as well. Like because I love the idea of coding, but I'm too lazy to like sit down and learn it. Yeah. And about 15 years ago, I was just like, if I just spend three years, I could get this down. I could learn this for real. And I was like, fuck it. That's too much of a commitment. But I've like spent like two to three months here or there, like in the last like 15 years where I probably now have about the three years of knowledge built up over time. Yeah. And that's kind of like the beautiful thing. It's like, you don't really lose anything. You just kind of like dust off like some of the rest. And you're like, Oh yeah, yeah. This is coming back to me now. Yeah. Yeah. See the last time I messed with PHP, I like made a, I was in a um, gaming clan for, I think it was Jedi Knight two actually. Um, shout out to SDF. If anyone from the back of the day, watches this or listens appreciate you um spirits of the dragon's flame brother uh no force dual clan but that's besides the point um but that's the last time i messed with php right and then we went to like python and uh like then there's some xml files and stuff like that um and then to like html so getting back into it it's just like real it's mostly relearning syntax right just how it actually works it's been fine uh i feel that so it's my day job i work at i worked in banking and now i'm on the opposite end of banking it's more of how this stuff works behind the scenes versus you know helping the actual finance customers so it's it's different but the same it's like i i i liken it to um if you're if you're going out to eat at a restaurant you know what's in your food right but if you're a chef you actually have to put it together so you get the same you you experience you both experience the same end result just one person's just you know, enjoying enjoy the it, other yeah. has to make sure you enjoy it. So I'm, I'm on that other end now. Um, it'll be good though. But yeah, it's left, it's left a uh, little time for gaming, but uh, Neo two, um, really, really solid, man. I, I gotta All say right. still, still probably my favorite action game right now. Uh, and Pac-Man 99 still rocking that still any VR shenanigans you get back into uh, Quake or anything. I know you like ran into a bunch of, oh man, After like speaking those... of like hardware malfunctions and like fucking, Setting up uh, tomfoolery. So um, I figured out why um, I had those issues with Quake VR. It was because for the new job, I had to set up a new VPN. Um, leaving that on, I couldn't uh, connect to Steam's uh, workshop servers. And it didn't load the new profile. So I had to set up the controls manually. Which setting up motion controls manually was a big pain in the ass. Because it's a trackpad for my uh, my motion controls for the Vive. And I just was too 
exhausted to even try. So I haven't I haven't really played much BR or VR outside of uh, Beat Saber and uh, some Population One. So um, I'm just getting into the game. We have two wins right now. So it's a yeah. battle royale game. Um, you're actually ducking and diving. I'm shooting people. Um, it's it's fun, man. I, got, I I'm not big into battle royale games, but the fact that I'm in it, you're living it. it yeah, it it made it so much better. Especially like my because you have three directional audio too, right? So you're and you're in the game. So my buddy, he's calling out. He's like, they're over, they're over to the right on the pipes. And I, I you know, physically look over. I see this team of three running on these pipes, <laughs> and I'm like, oh shit! So I pull out my sniper as an op, and I'm like aiming in, and I get a headshot on a guy, and I'm like, it just feels so much more visceral, yeah. you know. And it was, it was good stuff. So that was one of our wins. Just out got. there living, bro. Yeah, in the man. VR world. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so so VR has been doing well for shooters. Especially Especially, I feel puzzle games are really good in it, and rhythm games. We have uh, Beat Saber, of course. We have uh, Synth Riders, and then there's some other uh, Pistol Whip um, as well. Are all like really good, uh, just games that I feel like VR Chat's the big killer app for that right now. I feel like that's the killer app because it's the easiest way to like ease you into VR. But I feel when people it feels like a aim or no, like a IRC chat room, it, like yeah. gone awry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it really. Like is. where you're like you're you're deep into IRC and you're like, oh no, this is the wrong IRC chat room. This is where the weird shit happens. Where, <laughs> yeah, and like yeah. every YouTube video I see, like every comp, it's like this is fucking. Why is there Uganda knuckles everywhere always? <laughs> <laughs> like we all get it it was it's, a meme that was funny years ago right but. it's like that but i feel that's mostly for people new to vr and i'm sure like the big vr people i know big vr streamers like they have days dedicated to just pure vr chat because it's a good social experience but yeah i feel the dream um, was to make it like a uh, a learning coliseum almost where like different people could go teach different like expertise in like areas and yeah. then uh Everyone had to do online learning, so nobody wants to use it for that. Yeah. So everyone's like, yo, I have to do this already. I don't even want the VR interface for this anymore, like, because I actually have to go to online schools now, and this isn't, this isn't as far. Uh, yeah. That's what I was telling my buddy, because he's been deep into the Final Fantasy MMORPG, okay. and he was okay. talking about, like, doing a side hustle. He's like, oh, I'm thinking about teaching people English uh, in, like, other countries, because he speaks, like, okay. uh, Russian, Vietnamese, like, a little bit of Chinese. Uh, and like, a, I think like two other languages. Uh, and he's like, I could like get like some side money teaching people English there. And I was like, bro, what if you teach people English in Final Fantasy online and then charge them like their gill or whatever? Like, yeah. I forgot what their money's called. Yeah. And that's not gill, but you know, Final Fantasy. I'm like, charge those digital monies for your time and then just hold the classes <laughs> in the MMO. And he's like, that's pretty ridiculous. He's like, I don't know. And I was like, just do it, bro. Do it. Nobody else is doing that. Well, one thing I, I want to mention, uh, uh, Second Life, right? Like they, um, it was just, it was basically VR chat before VR chat yeah. is, is, of Second Life. So you, it's, there's no like magic or anything. You're just living. It's, yeah. you know, um, and the thing I was, I almost got into modding for Second Life because it was so open. It was like, yeah. like, it seemed like everybody just wanted like weird, uh, by the time I got into it, like bondage and sex stuff. Or it was like, and I was like, I could 3D model this. There's like plenty of like decent paying jobs where it was like, hey, can somebody, you know, model like this? And I'm like, I could model that. And they're like, I will pay you a hundred bucks. And I was like, that's not bad money. Shit. It's not bad. It's not bad. I, I feel. Like Second Life and v by virtue of evolution, VR chat um, just really helped because 
human beings, people are inherently weird and they don't want to be kink shamed. So the yeah. fact that it's them, but not them in this virtual area, they feel more comfortable with it. And I think that's why like, and, and you know, and, and every form of media sex sells. <laughs> well, not even necessarily. It's kind of like you're saying, it just gives you like, um, there's plenty of like RP servers. I got into like a GTA online, like the role play servers where it was like, uh, my buddy, he was play, like role play as like Frankie Dukes. <laughs> from the kumite like blood sport like yeah. it's so, like we we're running like underground blood sport games there like we met up like at the tracks there and like we we're like having people like box to death but like to like get there like you had to like go to like three different places and meet different people who'd give you a new location to go to to like get to the underground kumites there it is and like we do gambling so i don't know like i think like uh if you have like that mentality of like wanting to role play or like just like have some sort of escapism it isn't necessarily like, oh, like they're even necessarily into a kink, but they're like, they're like, oh, I'm trying to like escape like the doldrum. Like, I mean, like people talk shit about like romance novels, but like those are like the biggest selling novels out there. It's kind of like the untold secret, uh, is romance novels are like damn near like the best selling novels out there. True, true. Uh, yeah, yeah. And porn sells is what I'm saying. Porn does sell, but it, I don't know what everyone's thinking. It's like, it's escapism. <sighs> Damn it, this uh, Combo Wombo episode, they're just talking about porn games. We're not. We're not, I swear. Um, VR Chat is not. VR Chat is not a, a porn game. Just, it's, there's stuff in it. <laughs> that's just, that's you just can also, like, they have, like, on Fiverr as well, like, a lot of side hustle for 3D modeling as well for that. Where, like, people are like, oh, I want, like, this, like, uh, uh, anime person, or, like, I want me transformed into an anime character, like, for VR Chat, and then people go out and do it. And, like, yeah, there's, like, a whole cottage industry around like that escapism and like uh creating like an avatar of like yourself or like your idealized or fantasized self like some people want to be a uganda like you know some people want to be like a, a dragon with like an eight foot rocket hands that like punch thing like who knows the, i think the worst part like for me and um so today's episode's about mmos let's just get that out of the way um i feel like we're just like without even saying it like you think that people know it I don't know. I, I don't, don't think that it matters. Like, I think it does. But anyway. people want to know. Like, they're gonna. It's gonna be in the title. Like, I'm not putting it in the title this time, man. I'm just really? gonna. I'm just gonna leave it and be still like, wow. we talk. No, I'm fucking with you. I'm just, like, just surprised. Like, yeah, no, he's like surprised. He said memos. You're like, oh shit. I was just into the combo wombo and whatever happens happens, baby. Just blindfold me up <laughs> for sure. But uh, I just, I just wanted to say like, um, MMOs are such a big genre, and they really became in vogue. Um, with at the turn of the century, with uh, EverQuest, um, Ultima Online was were, was definitely a pioneer from it, and um, it just grew and grew from. Ever, people thought EverQuest was untouchable, you know. Then yeah. EverQuest two came out and kind of stumbled out out of the gate, and eventually we get the juggernaut that is World of Warcraft. Which, to be honest, man, I'm I'm salty. World of Warcraft exists. And, uh, I never got into. Did you ever play World of Warcraft? No, I haven't. I and did I, the free thirty day trial. And it wasn't for me, man. I was like, this is... I. So my one buddy was super into it. Yeah. And, like, he was, like, one of the Guild First clans or whatever. So they did, like, all these different raids first in the world, like, when yeah. the game first came out. Yep. Uh, and, like, he got into... Uh, because we we're still in high school, like, selling his account to, like, keep going. And so, like, he would eBay his accounts for, like, literally thousands of dollars because, like, he had so much rare gear. Wow. Yeah, so, like... When I heard that, I was like, maybe I fucks with fucking World of Warcraft. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't know. Like, this seems all right. Like, if you, you tell me I can make money playing this video game, I'm, I'm down for that. It's true. Uh, it's true. But 
Yeah, so he tried to get me into it. And then, like, I was like, this game kind of fucking sucks, dude. Uh, and then he was like, no, you just have to download all these add-ons that make okay. the game playable. Hmm. And I looked into it, like, about a year ago because I was, like, into, like, uh, Osmond Gold Reacts videos. Sure. He's kind of like a Twitch streamer. Yep. He plays a lot of World of Warcraft. World of Warcraft still looks fun. But it's still a bunch of fucking add-ons you still have to download to play the game. I'm like, why haven't they fucking fixed these, I, like, interface problems? I think it's I think people just got used to it. Because I've seen vanilla, like, play of, of WoW. And um, that just brings me to what doesn't work for me with World of Warcraft in general. Because I growing up, and we said this on the RTS episode, was Warcraft 2 was one of my first RTSs. Absolutely love the story. Absolutely love the gameplay. Warcraft 3, also a banger. And, uh, like you touched on this when we mentioned the, um, RTS episode is when you're all like World of Warcraft 2, you, you instinctively said World of Warcraft because yeah. it became so big, people forget where it came from. People forget that it's an RTS first, that all of these characters that you know and love I mean, are, the, were from the RTS. The modern game, there's no more war, there's no more crafting. <laughs> the world has basically been like, uh, pummelized. Again and again, like they don't give a shit about the lore or the story. Uh, it, it's ridiculous, bro. Yeah, yeah. There's that's that's and that's my own personal hang up. But um, why MMOs really work? And I feel uh, this is a perfect time to talk about MMOs as well because with we're a year into the pandemic, um, almost to the date actually, and um, at least in the U.S. where everything the, shut down, the year anniversary of the two week shutdown. Yeah, yeah, the two week shutdown. And w- what? happened man um wow subscriptions went up um other free-to-play um mmos went up people well, it's because to do virtual it's learning nothing no, nothing to do and but people want social like social like fun you yeah know? we're social creatures man. we need like 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 physical like social interactions either like in some sort of like space like that's what i was telling you like my one uh buddy who's just like uh, he did like i'm sick of fucking work i just want to play like this mmo all day i was like yeah, bro, me too. Like, yeah. if, if shit was free, I would be 100% there with you, dude. I would join your clan. Like, I don't give a fuck, bro. Like, video games are fun. MMOs uh, are definitely, like, uh, like you're saying, like a possibility space where it's, like, you can do anything in them where it's, like, it can be a chat room. It can be, like, you're raiding. Uh, you can be uh, building a guild, building alliances. Like, you can go to, like, a, a digital war where there's, like, not as high stakes as, like, yeah. you know, like... You can have, like, a place to resolve conflicts that, like, you get into or whatever. Like, it's definitely no other genre of game does anything like it. True, true. Uh, and that's – so that's what I wanted to bring up. Uh, the social contact is great. Um, I think that you have, you know, thousands of players per world or server, however your MMO of choice flavors it. The shards. It's, it's, it's incredible. Uh, now, I will say – MMOs don't work for me as a as a person. Um, the slow drip of of uh, just instant gratification of leveling gold create or, you know more gold uh, you know the little blips and blops that that come out and just yeah. like a casino that <laughs> that flood your senses to make you go okay keep going keep going keep I gotta going get it I gotta get that the next one. that doesn't work for me but also like the casino games don't work for me like i'm like okay there's a bunch of shit i I know it's just a ui thing so i just you know keep going uh i am i realize i'm in the minority for that yeah i mean Um, this should work like i enjoy like a good i mean i'm still fucking on the mobile crap yeah yeah uh like i never really got into world of warcraft because i was playing lineage 2 yeah and in lineage 2 uh 
they had they wanted to make uh, crafting viable for like okay. the dwarf class. So the drop rate of like physical items was fucking ridiculous. Like it was like literally like uh, I got like a uh, sort of revolution, and I want to say like the drop rate for that was like one in like two hundred thousand. And so, like, I was losing my fucking mind. I was like, holy shit. It's a full, like, that sword goes for, like, two million of the gold coins or whatever, which is a lot of fucking money in that game. Because, like, you're farming up maybe 20,000 gold an hour in that game. So, like, it's insane. Uh, Just, and I know, like, for mobile games, I think they had to pass a law in the EU where they had to show drop rates. Yes. For their uh, surprise mechanics of loot boxes. Yeah. so I know, like, for certain, then, like, uh, everyone was shocked. They're like, holy fuck, to get, like, a five-star monster, it's, like, 0.00003% chance. And I'm like, yeah, dude. Like, they've always, don't put money into these, like, expecting you're going to hit it big, dude. Yeah. That's like buying, like, scratchers and being like, if I put, like, $300, my chances of getting it back are even better. It's like, no, you're going to lose all that money. Even if you hit the big number, yeah. you've invested so much money or so much time where, like, you're not getting back. <laughs> the house always wins. <laughs> like even like the best odd game I think is like a uh, blackjack. If you're playing perfect, yes, the odds are only like forty eight percent in your favor. Like if you're doing like a perfect game theory or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, so it's, it's like that two percent is where the house makes the money still. Yep. Like you're not going to beat it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's incredible. Now let me ask you this: Is the reason why you kept up with Lineage Two is because you got that super rare drop? No, I like tip for uh, that game. Like I, I, we kind of covered this before when we talked a little bit about battle royales. That game was kind of like the OG first battle royale, where you could fight anybody anywhere anytime. Okay, uh, and they had like a karma system. So if you killed somebody who wasn't trying to fight you, you would go red, and you had to like uh, work off your karma by killing monsters to go white again. But while you're red, uh, you're basically a pinata. Uh, mm. So if somebody came up and killed you for like being evil. Like, all of your gear fucking exploded off of you. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. like, so it was great. And, like, the evil you were, like, the more shit you drop. Uh, okay. Okay. So that's where, like, uh, so the drop rates were so bad for monsters, where it's, like, winning a scratcher. So people would just, like, basically be camping out, waiting for people to, like, turn red or try and trick them into going red. Okay. Uh, to fucking all turn and kill that person. So it was okay. kind of like a, a balance thing, where it's, sure. like, if you go red, everybody's your enemy. So be prepared to fight like 20, 30 people deep. Uh, and that's fun. That, that, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, so we figured out a way behind that because the game was based uh, on, you know, whatever, like whatever math was happening in the backgrounds made for fighting monsters, not people. Okay. So there's like dagger users and like crit damage doesn't take into account your weapon. So it only takes into account like okay. the skill plus crit damage, the, uh, attribute percentage okay so you you could roll around with like the worst dagger in the game and just be completely naked and still do like three or four thousand damage which is enough to like one shot most people <laughs> uh so you just like so as soon as i figured that out like also like about a week later you saw about like 40 or 50 naked people running around with just daggers yeah <laughs> there's just like an evil dagger naked like gamer group like that happened i feel mostly because of me and my one buddy gotcha okay so i, I will say so so, it's that experience, right? Yeah. That that you remember it fondly. You kept playing to continue that experience. Jaw jacking fools in the woods, yeah. running twenty deep, bro. Yeah, yeah. Now, the other thing <laughs> with MMOs that, um, and and I'm I'm saying this is just a complete open minded thing. I'm just saying my experience, and then I'm not shitting on it, just to in case anyone thinks I am. Uh, I find 
especially early early 2000s MMOs, the combat absurdly simple to yeah. the point where I'm like, why am I playing this? Whereas just clicking, wait for it to be done. Um, other people will say, oh, you got to have hotkeys, you got to have like quick things to continue sorting your skills and things like that, and then timing those. How has the stale combat like did that ruin part of it for you or is that why you don't play mmos now yeah i I feel like for like the highest i think that's why i didn't get into world of warcraft okay lineage 2 had basic combat and then there was like high level pvp combat okay where like you had to understand like you could kill people as a healer in that game but it was because healers got proficiency in light armor and like Mm. every weapon so like you could like root down another character and then have hot barred on light armor and then switch to like a bow and just start like pegging somebody with like a bow uh, and then like reroute them and then just keep like hitting them with the bow. And then like when they finally break free and like hit you once, like you just heal yourself, reroute them. And like, it was like a super cheesy ass way to kill somebody, Yeah, but it worked. And so like you could kill, you'd just be there like one V four, one V three and like winning that fight. Uh, just be like completely skill based. Okay. Uh, okay. So there was like high level stuff that happened end game. Sure. I would say most monster shit is exactly what, what you're saying. And I brought this point up to some of my buddies when I was playing Summoner's War. Okay. Because they have like the auto battle mode. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this game is basically an MMORPG. And they're like, what do you mean? No, it's not. Oh, this is fucking stupid. I was like, dude, like you just weren't paying attention. Like this is the exact loop. <laughs> surprise. Do- yeah, surprise, motherfucker. You were doing this exact same shit, <laughs> like combat wise. Uh, the only better, like I was like, this is kind of like the penultimate MMORPG with a lot of those games where it's like just the auto run, like just like click, do the grind for me. And then I yeah. want to do the high level combat in the arena and in the guild war. Okay. Uh, and like, yeah, speaking of Guild Wars, like Guild Wars was kind of like an offshoot of Lineage 2. And like it kind of also had that same thing where it was like it took away a lot of the ground. It was just like, let's focus on PvP and like yeah. an arena based uh, yeah. fight. Now, do you think so? I'm glad you brought up Guild Wars because uh, NC Soft also that, made Lineage 2. That is kind of started the evolution of, of the MMO. Um, you took they took out the monthly fee. Yeah. Uh, they, they focused on like PvP, like you said. And I believe every one of their expansions was free. Is that correct? I want to say so. And they might have tried to charge for that the first, first one. Or something, yeah. And people freaked out. They're like, oh my God, it's not free. Yeah. Yeah. So Guild Wars 2 is still going going strong as far as I know. Um, is Lineage still going? I feel they shifted to mobile, right? They changed it to free to play as well at some point. Okay. And then they came out with a couple of mobile games. Okay. Uh, I haven't gotten into it. Like, honestly, all I'm doing is working right now to save up enough money for retirement so I can just go back into Lineage. <laughs> Hopefully when it's like Lineage 3 or something and it's like all VR. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah, that'd be ideal, dude. Like, if just give me like a, a feeding tube in like a bed and like <laughs> give me the full gear shit where it just drop me in there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's another thing. It's like, um, I think most uh, Japanese, like Itsikai anime and not like a sword art online shit like yeah 90 sure that shit is based on lineage too like a lot of the shit that happens and i'm like i know exactly what that is and then what you yeah. do i know what you're doing <laughs> like, yeah yeah no no um mmo started off with just a big fantasy focus they uh you know world of warcraft um has orcs uh dwarves dark and you know things like that like just general fantasy yeah. stuff lineage also has elves, elves, dark, elves. dark elves uh they have orcs dwarves, as well right yeah, and dwarves, yeah. yeah so uh, just you know classic like tolkien style yeah. fantasy 
Uh, there's sci-fi as well. Yeah, yeah um, like your Eve's Online. Eve, Eve Online is what What's I... What's the other huge like uh, Kickstarter game that's like they raised $350 million? Uh, um, it's like the biggest game that's never came out. Uh, people are like, it might be a money scheme. Is that the Amazon one, Secret World? No, dude, still like this is like... A, or not Secret World, New World. I can, we'll yeah. figure it out. Like yeah, yeah, it's on there. Someone, some, I think, am I editing this one? Yeah, yeah, you are. You are. All right, yeah, it'll be like... It's not going to be there. He doesn't put things on. It'll be right here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, um, so I want to I want to touch on non traditional MMOs. Uh, we have sci fi stuff like Star Wars Galaxies, um, Star Wars: The Old Republic, uh, Star Trek Online, Eve Online. Um, I want to fuck with the the Star Wars game. I know that one free to play. It did. I, I, I heard it actually like a pretty decent like story mode. Yeah, um, they brought back Revan. Um, they had a whole like Shadow of Revan mode, which um, Knights of the Old Republic um, was one of my favorite RPGs ever. So just exploring that story more would, um, appeals to me. But the fact that it's an, an MMO does not, because I assume I'm going to have to like fight grunts for the first twenty hours and then finally get to some sort of story. Yeah, and like they all kind of use. I want to say it was like a EverQuest came up with that, like that yeah, uh, fetch quest. Um, no, like that loop. that XP mm-hmm. uh, ramp. Yeah, the, they figured out like the penultimate like way to make you like fucking addicted to the game. Yeah, which is like the Skinner box where it's like the XP goes like uh, was so you killing rabbits? Yeah, for... it's like a parabola yeah. or whatever, like the exponential growth uh, yeah. chart. Yeah. And like every once in a while, it just dips back down. Where you're like, oh, I can get my level again easy. And then it's like twice as much XP for like the next level yeah. before you're like your uh, class change quest or some shit. Yeah, but uh, uh, so Eve Online, I want to um, touch on. I'm saying it's nefarious down to like the XP in a lot of these games. Oh yeah, it's yeah, like no. it, I think you're right. It, it's predatory even into that nature where like the drops. Are like a, a fucking gimmick to get you like and play with like your uh, give me that random loot chance okay. and the XP is also like that as well where it's like oh I got a level and then you're like oh fuck when do I get this next level yeah and like oh I got yeah. it finally right right uh, so Eve Online uh, whales hiring economists yeah yeah <laughs> it's econ- economists um, whales kind of I feel run that game but then also if you're a lowly starter ship you join a big faction. Um, everyone pours money in to grind up to build real life, like real world money ships that some of these ships cost like thousands, tens of thousands of dollars, yeah, I think, no for money. like a capital ship. Um, and people money. love this because PVP is like what always on. There's it's it's all player controlled economy. It's yeah. all piracy. Like, like you're so like there's these clans that legitimately um, sit on the outer uh, skirts of the galaxy and jump players to get steal their shit. Um, the biggest things in Eve are. Uh, social, like social uh, espionage, where you join a clan, you rise up in the ranks, you you become like leader of the clan's bank, and then you siphon that off to some other clan or yourself. You steal with a bunch, you you leave with a bunch of their money. It's an um, inside like, job. You you straight like rob these people of real life value. Now I think Eve Online is touching on the point um, to where. MMOs are kind of going, but also it can get to... Like, I feel the people who play EVE Online, that's what they want, that's what they love. But I think people who have that addictive personality um, for, like, gambling and things like that, it could be pretty dangerous. How do you feel about MMOs that are dipping into your your wallet even harder than a uh, monthly subscription? Me, personally, like... I, I, I want to say, like, oh... like. You know, I'm a, I'm a capitalist at the end of the day. Like, I want to say, like, um, you know, that's what they want to do. Like, that's their freedom to, like, ruin their life in that way. 
But also, I feel like uh, a lot of people just don't know. Right. Okay. I think a lot of people think of addiction as like uh, something physically that they're doing, like taking some sort of substance like pills or they're, you know, smoking something. Yeah. They're, they're drinking something. Uh, I, I think there's a lot of social stigmas on people who have like uh, issues uh, where I, I, the truth is, is like most people are functional, okay. like dependent. Like if they're drinking, they're like still going to work. They're still a productive member of society. They're not bad people. Right. They're just like. Uh, falling down like uh, an escapism and it's damaging like them themselves their relationships uh so i think that people don't necessarily go to like things like gambling things that seem less nefarious than like like okay. scratchers uh and i would say like even those are worse than uh like a casino gambling yeah because a little, if you want to go down to Chip's conspiracy corner, uh, like I think federally, uh, states do not have to have truth in advertising laws for state gambling, so they they get a pass for it. Okay, they're just like we don't have to have truth in that. So half the time, like I don't know if you ever seen that movie The Island, yeah, where it's like they have like a fake lottery and like the person's getting like organ harvest. Yep. Uh, so half the time when I see like pictures and shit of like people, I'm like, I wonder if they're real people or just like paid actors. Because they don't have to, like, have the truth in advertising for, like, a lot of that shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so, like, the odds might not even be fucking real, like, for, like, the state ones. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, yeah. So, but, like, I'm no mathematician. I'm not saying that they're not. But I'm saying they don't have to be because, of, like, they bypass, like, those laws. Yeah. And so you have to have, like, a government intervention almost. Like, like you saw in, like, the EU with, like, we kind of joked about, like, EA, like, being like, oh, the surprise mechanics. For the loot boxes. The, yeah, yeah, the loot boxes and shit. Like. It's clearly they're making like a lot. Of, I think it's something like thirty-five billion dollars they've already made this year in like mobile game money. So it's like real fucking money that they're like siphoning out of people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's fucking nuts, dude. No. Uh, so I don't know how I feel about. It. I'm just saying like it's fucking crazy. I try not to. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I was eyeing like that fucking monthly pass the other day where it's like oh it's twenty bucks I could i get a lot of star value out of this this is yep, yep. this wouldn't be too bad <laughs> i dropped 20 dollars on a fucking pizza dude that's like that's 20 dollars of the mobile games too just, just jonesing just getting them scratchers in the mobile i'm like yeah. you know this could power up my whole squad right here this yeah. could be a game changer that's dude true. now uh free to play uh um is taking mmo like style of monetization um most most ones that are accepted are cosmetics. Yeah, you have League, League of Legends with your skins. Um, you have uh, most like fighting games are you know they're arcade roots. They're basically the first arcades are are the first microtransaction. Then Tekken just get a new things. character. Tekken did just get a new character. Um, their battle their final battle pass was out or rumored final. So microtransactions are happening. They're more the norm now. Um, some of the MMO scummier practices are being replaced by free to play because they realize that skins are cheap, easy to make, and you can just load up on a bunch of skins because people like looking pretty. So yeah, I like to look good, man. True, true. Now, uh, if like you're staring at the same character and you're playing something for hours, you're like, well, we'll mix it up a bit. As a, as a fighting game player, um, I don't change. Like, I, you know, just, yeah, the just, default. It's like I, you know, Street Fighter. I go straight to Ken. I don't look at anybody else. Uh, Mortal Kombat 11. I'm Kung Lao. Don't look at anybody else. It's you know, That's it's, it. it's just there. But but uh, like I said, I'm 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 not the norm. Now, uh, 
Uh, I think I've dropped a little bit of money in League of Legends on some skins. Same. Same. Uh, well, well, well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I, I also like looking pretty. Let's be yeah, honest. Yeah. But um, from where I am uh, to where a lot of people who are into these things. And there's nothing wrong with dropping money on what you like. Like, you, you know, yeah, it's like so I'm like, not judging you for buying a coffee every day. You know, yeah, it's the same thing. It's also it's like just, uh, the kind of like the backhanded way they got into a lot of this as well as they're like uh this wouldn't be part of the game otherwise mm. right yeah so like they did this a lot for uh a lot of dlc early on or like season passes where they're like hey we want to add like this, we want to have an, a value add that wouldn't be part of the game unless we got some revenue somehow for this yeah and so you're basically paying them to make it and like so like where do you draw the line like because like they've been ultra successful doing that and so I think, like, cosmetic, like you're saying, is, like, I'd rather have that. I'd, ha- I'd rather have, like, straightforward like, transaction. Yeah. Like, I, we, I talked a little bit about that for Hearthstone when I like, I paid money for a card. And I was, like, I quit that game because they nerfed and took away my card. Yeah. And I'm, like, fuck you guys. Like, you promised me this card. I just wanted that card. Uh, you knew what this was. Fucker. <laughs> <laughs> like, you knew you made a fucking OP-ass card. And that's why I bought right. it, dude. Right. Like, the same thing happens in Magic the Gathering. Uh, but they just ban the card. Like, they don't take – they don't come and physically take away your cards. Right, right. Uh, so I think like the, the skins uh, kind of get you in it, but then there's like all these layers of nefarious practices above that where it's like, have a chance to get a skin shard. And then if you get 15 of those, maybe you get a chance at like a, a prize box at that month yeah. at a drawing. And then your odds are 0.00002% of getting what you want. Uh, and that sounds like a great deal. And like our brains aren't built for that like bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, so we're, you're basically being beat by like a confidence man, like a con. Yep. It's, it's basically three card Monty, right? Where yep. they're like they're shuffling up, uh, they're obfuscating like the transaction. Instead of nine ninety nine, it's like two hundred gems, right? Yeah. Uh, but if you're like, oh, ten dollars for this, like that's fine. I want to do that deal, and I'm okay with that. It's where they trick our fucking brains to be like, oh, you get this uh, nineteen ninety five gem pack, you get a monthly pass, and then you unlock if you get to the fifth tier. Illuminati inner circle, then you get a chance to pull this cord, and that cord has an odds of like uh, winning a scratcher at your local <laughs> community. Then you go down two blocks, right? So it's, yeah, so it's all the fucking shady business practices on top of like the straightforward transaction of like, I think most people, if you ask them, like, do you mind like paying money for a skin? Like cash money, they're like, no, that's fine. Yeah. If you ask them, like, hey, would you mind paying money for a character? They're like, no, that's okay. I wouldn't mind like paying money for a character. Sure. Uh, I think where it gets fucking scummy is where it becomes like uh, loot boxes where you trade in money in for like a fucking carnival. Yeah. Carnival currency. <laughs> yeah. I remember yeah. I went to this fucking, uh, there's a street fair okay. on the west side. Yeah. Uh, and like they had like all these different vendors set up. Uh, and like they had like tickets. You had to buy tickets for shit. Uh, and like, I just like walked up to the guy. I was like, Hey man, let me get, uh, you know, uh, and he's, I want some of these tamales and a couple of tacos and stuff. Yeah. And he's like, Oh yeah, it'd be 15 tickets. I'm like, bro, can I just give you like 10 bucks? And he's like, yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> tickets mean nothing. Yeah. yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is cash money. He's like, Oh, I'm not supposed to, bro. I'm like, can I just like slide the money over? And he was like, shh. <laughs> I was like, you're getting a better value add. And like, you don't have to deal with fucking ticket bullshit, bro. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's that's an interesting point, man. Now, I don't think MMOs are inherently scummy, but I think that the advent of them really brought out corporations like 
they live in your pocket now is is my they're too successful man with they too much money yeah yeah and that's and that's the problem now um mmos on the game dev side of it it's it sucks because it's such a double-edged sword like i feel a lot of people who are getting into game dev who do indie game dev like they they like the biggest thing that you find if you put look on like slash our game dev on reddit is i want to make an mmo i want to make well it's the other big one like a big mobile game that's like a angry birds ripoff or something like that don't <laughs> that's, that's like the easiest thing i can tell you um uh, mmos you, you the infrastructure alone is ridiculous your first game as an mmo that's you don't have any experience with um like online play um persistent worlds balancing a larger um xp system a larger just battle system managing You're, items man, yeah managing <laughs> items across multiple servers and spaces it's I'm not saying it's impossible. It's just you're going to be better off working on something else. Don't want to make an MMO? How about you make a? You want to still make an RPG and get your story out there? Make or make a traditional RPG, and um, you could oh, yeah, streamline like it. Hit up like it's RPG just, Maker, dude. Like yeah, just like yeah, use like and like be like, oh, when you look out of the box, like oh, it's gonna look like every other uh, RPG out there. Yeah, I would say. The majority of people who like end up getting it don't end up finishing their fucking game. True. So like imagine the heartbreak of like learning all these other like systems and like things for like an MMORPG when you can even get like your basic uh pen and paper RPG like up and right. Like e- like just pen and paper, man. Like do like a D campaign. Like sit down and like yeah. navigate out like a simple like D campaign and be like design a dungeon, design like in uh, different encounters, try and like balance that for like levels. Like exactly uh, yeah just like start with pen and paper and don't be like oh mmorpgs that's the way because like which we, we talked about this a little bit at one point where i was like uh it great writing prompts we talked about like in like horror genre and stuff why yes. does everybody want to make like a horror game why does everybody want to make like a mmorpg style game is because like they're great uh prompts for making something bigger and better when you like see something you're like oh this inspires me this way and i want to make like this or that uh and I think people see that and they're like, I want to do that. Uh, yeah. Or like, I have like this idea from that. Yeah. Uh, or I have like this interest. And like, I mean, like you can look at like a uh, Dota or league of legends. Like those are all like mods that spun off of, uh, True. you know, RTS is where it's like, so they, there's precedent for being in like the battle Royales, you know, those were inspired by, uh, or, like Arma mods, you know, <laughs> like, yep. so, uh, taking like, so yeah, maybe like start with like a mod, start with like pen and paper, start with like, uh, use something that's already has like all the infrastructure and stuff and like build up from there or so you're is what I'm saying. Like, don't try and make the MMORPG like from the ground up. What's interesting is you said starting in mods. So people looking to get into game design and stuff, uh, the top three games right now that I can think of, let's say league of legends started off as a mod, uh, counter-strike was most famous for starting off as a mod for half-life. Uh, we'll we'll go team fortress started off as a mod for quake um you know it's rocket league started off as a mod for unreal tournament it's it's you don't need to reinvent the wheel you don't need to you know put your full mind body soul into one thing and learning something else uh take your idea you know streamline it use the tools in front of you like People who made Counter-Strike, 
free tools using the Half-Life engine. You know, the people made uh, Team Fortress free tools using the Quake engine. And uh, Game Dev so far has been so, so much better at uh, cost of entry. You, there's resources online. There's wonderful gaming communities out there in Discord and Reddit. Um, the Game of Sutra is a wonderful resource. Um, and I've I've had this question before when when you, you you meet someone else and it's like oh what are your hobbies it's like oh and I'm one time I was playing a mobile game that you know we worked on and people were like oh you made that I was like yeah they're like can you make the same amount no man I'm not gonna make <laughs> what the, what your what the thing that you just came up with on the top of your head There's no well, such I, thing as an idea guy yeah yeah no yeah exactly that's that's the one one trope and I feel anyone watching this for the game dev side of it that's the one if you don't take away anything from us take this away don't latch on to pe- or don't uh, cater to people who are the idea guy. Yeah. They're not going to do shit for you. They're going to go, Hey, I want, I want this system. I want this system. Can you get it done tomorrow? No, man, it takes, it takes time. I have to model this. I have to code this. I have to figure shit out on how it works. I'm not doing any of that. Yeah. Like, and I would also say like, when you're like looking for like a, a partnership or something, like if you're an artist or a programmer, I would say start with like small deliverables. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if like, they can't fulfill like their end of the side, like don't just, walk away yeah. <laughs> just be like hey man you know thanks for your time but like you know i'm gonna go a different direction with this because like i've had projects where like i've made a bunch of 3d assets mm-hmm. uh and the person never uses that. i've done stuff with like 2d stuff uh where like i've tried like game jams with different people like online and i'm like yep. okay yep here's all this stuff uh, i got everything ready uh, and they're like oh uh it needs to be uh changed like the width and i was like all right yeah hold on one second i like edit change all the side and then send it back over uh, and they're like yeah i'm gonna get right on it and then, like, I saw on Discord, it was, like, playing World of Warcraft. And I was like, oh, this motherfucker's not finishing this for this game jam, dude. <laughs> like, it is over, bro. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, so it's, like, it, it's definitely hard to find good collaboration with people. Uh, and you're definitely going to need to collaborate with a, a lot of people if you're trying to build, like, some sort of, like, like an MMO. MMO. Yes. <laughs> uh, and I would also say, like, uh, start small and then figure out what you want to do. Because I see, like, a lot of people also being, like, I want to make a video game engine. Oh, yeah. They're like, yeah. I want to make a game, but I got to build the engine first. I'm like, just use the fucking ones that are out there, bro. What the fuck? <laughs> like, there's nothing wrong with wanting to like build a video game engine or like building a game engine, but the wheel already exists. Well, I would say like, that's what you want to do then. Don't say you want to make a fucking video game because it's going to take you three to five years to make like a good video game engine. Yep. Or you could use one that's already working today and it's not going to be great. Uh, like, but it's going to do everything you need it to do. And it's going to have a community that's probably solved any of the problems or issues that you're running into with it. Yeah. So yeah. like, it, I it. think like good tutorials, good documentation, good support, like figuring out how to like get things in and out. Like somebody's figured it out already. Yeah. Like, yeah. Stop reinventing the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. It's the one thing to take, take from this. Don't reinvent the wheel. I mean, like uh, I know like Jonathan Blow has been working on his game engine now. Yeah. I feel like he makes engines for each game though. Right. He's been trying to make a new one since uh, the Witness. Oh, the Witness. Was that yeah. him? Oh, yeah. Okay. Huh. And his whole thing is trying to uh, minimize the time for compiling and like ah. how long things take. Because he's coming out from like a programmer side, but he also has the money and the team and the experience yeah. uh, to like try and tackle something like that. But I almost feel like it was like a a foolish endeavor from the jump because eventually everybody else is going to do that anyway. So like. Even right now, like in Unity, they have like Unity Tiny coming out, which is exactly what he's been trying to do now. Yeah. 
so it's like, yeah, dude, like this other team that has billions of dollars is also working on that, dude. Like, uh, I, he's basically saying, like, there's not enough, like, optimization. Like, he's like, when you start Photoshop, why does it take so fucking long? He's like, it's a simple photo editing software. Like, it shouldn't take me, like, 30 seconds to a minute to, like, open this shit up. Dude, I have a really good computer. Yeah. And this, that's valid. Uh, it, and- it is. It is. Uh, that brings my next point. Um, I feel like we're kind of a little negative on don't don't make an MMO. The other thing is um, set yourself reasonable expectations. And I think Jonathan Blow's current project is a really good thing. Yes, Unity is making something designed with the same standpoint that Jonathan Blow It wasn't uh, when did, he started, though. But, but that doesn't make... Just because Unity's trying it doesn't make what Jonathan Blow is doing invalid. Um, like, yeah. like I'll, I'll look in the VR space right now. Um, virtual desktop exists. Um, I forget the other um, uh, streaming application, but virtual desktop exists was the more popular one for wireless PC VR streaming. Uh, Oculus, after a year of the Quest 2 being out, finally this week at the time of recording this, released Airlink. It does essentially the same thing that uh, virtual desktop was doing. So it makes virtual, and it's free, so it makes virtual desktop kind of useless. But for the time that this existed, what else did you have? Yeah. We don't know when Unity is going to be done with this. We don't know if their implementation is going to be the best implementation of this. It doesn't make what Jonathan Blow is doing invalid. It doesn't make what the virtual desktop uh, guys are are doing invalid. Uh, I I would also say, like, he's already starting with his goal in mind. Yeah. Right. He's not like, oh, I'm gonna make a MMORPG, but first I need to make an engine. You know, like he's like, he's like, I want to make a puzzle game, and I also want to make a, a engine that's gonna be optimized on the back end, and it's gonna run buttery smooth on a variety of things, and it's gonna streamline coding. So he's already has like his principles of implementation ready. Yeah. Uh, and like specifically for his needs and team, and there's nothing. I would I would say like have that like your hit list of what you want to get done. Like if you're trying to make like an RPG. Or if you want to make an MMORPG, like, what is your unique, like, uh, gimmick? And then just make that. Fuck the MMORPG part. Yeah. Uh, and then just, like, make your gimmick. And yeah. then, like, if that's really good and compelling, then you can think about, like, building a bigger game out of that, like an RPG or, or whatever it is going to be, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, now let's uh, go back to the uh, MMO aspect, too. I think that um, branching off from the RPG aspect of MMOs, is where the future is headed. It's where we're already at with certain um, games. I think if we look at something like Battlefield, right? It uh, started off with 64 players. That's at that point in time, that's a big ass instance world for it's when huge. that game came out. It's still huge. Have you, have, have you played a Battlefield game with a full lobby? No, dude, it's, it's too much. Fucking <laughs> nuts. So uh, planet side um, MMO FPS, one of the, one of the first F, um, MMO FPSs. There's one that predates it, which I believe was just called World War or something like that. Sounds um, right. Yeah. Uh, no, that one, uh, really just sent focus on lag compensation, uh, focus on server distribution, um, where people played in the world. So you could have a world that, you know, you weren't just stuttering for the entirety of it. And, um, engine optimization, because when you have, I believe, uh, planet said you could have, I wanted to say it was like 256 players in the original game. It's been too long since I've tried it. I It may have been thousands, actually. Or maybe it's Planetside 2 that could have thousands on the same server. Now, you're doing so much in that game. You're doing uh, you know, projectile calculation. Not every weapon is a hitscan weapon. You have um, true you know, bullets going out in a lot of these weapons. You have vehicles. You have you know, 
just all these explosions being calculated and why. I think that um, whatever your opinion of planet side is, you can't discount how unique it is in that space. And no other uh, MMO has really touched on what it what it touched on. Um, and I think that taking uh, like that mass amount of people into a different genre is where the future of MMOs will be. Yeah, uh, we have what's the latest one is enlisted, I think, and I think that's like another highly populated um, free to play um, World War Two shooter coming. You know, I think a lot of people are trying it and. Uh, basically, I would also like. It's a good thing to also warn about is like these MMOs are extremely expensive to make, and a lot of them fucking fail. Like a lot of studios have like shuttered. A lot of people went for that brass ring of like World of Warcraft, yep. uh, and you never hear about them again. A lot of companies went bankrupt. A lot of studios, it's like a lot of just assets just out there, uh, and you never hear about them. Uh, yeah, and yeah, man. So I wouldn't. I wouldn't bet like if somebody wanted me to invest and they're like I got an MMORPG I'm like get the fuck out of here bro like I'd miss me with that bro like uh yeah is there anything in the massively multiplayer online world that hasn't been done yet that you would like to see oh shit I would so if we're speaking about like the future and where things are going where I think things are going are uh natural algorithm parsing language where you can just talk to a computer mm. like kind of holodeck style uh and so for you. okay yeah so like my thing is because i was fucking around in unity and they have like a plug-in for watson now uh where you can like kind of like give it like logic and questions yep and then they also have a, a plug-in for uh speech to text and so i was like how come i can't just like control a player and like RP like a different character. Yep. And then like the game records that and creates like an avatar of that. So like you could go in and RP like a shopkeeper and then the game records like your interactions and then like picks like the best answers when like another person comes in to deal with your avatar. Yeah. So I could see something where like you build avatars in a game uh, and then like you collect coins or some shit like that game currency money uh, for your like, avatar AIs that other people can buy or use or like trade with. Uh so I see something like that, like natural language that uh, builds a story around it. So yours isn't even really like a traditional game. It's uh, yours is more of a social. Yeah, mine's more like uh, creating a virtual dungeon master. Like if you've ever played D anD D, where a dungeon master is like, uh, and I know what they are, but I haven't played. D&D. Yeah, so a dungeon master will like set up something where you head into a town. There's several shops or whatever. Yep. Uh, so it kind of like explains things to you. So my thing would be like creating like a brain computer to do that for you where you're like i want to go like and it could be like any type of setting or whatever but to me i think like because i play a lot of gta 5 rp i personally feel like 25 to 50 people is kind of the perfect experience for that where there's like other shit going on in the world sure but like you can be with a group of like three to five people and like have a really compelling experience and then you run into like other people uh and like you know you have that interaction uh so i, I think like a small like 50 person server like that where you basically have a virtual dungeon master that like uh generates things based on like everybody's feedback in real time oh interesting uh, so okay. th- and i feel like the pieces are there but nobody's really doing that yet so i think if you take like uh what nvidia is doing with like their ai learning where they can take like uh you can like drop in suggestions and it'll like try and create like a portrait or like a 3d model yes, based on yes. that 
they have like shit for like cities and stuff now where like they can take like a car and have it driving around based off of footage. Uh, I could see them like that. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. What about you, man? Uh, I think <clears throat> the the thing that I I want is, and when it actually happens, I probably won't play it to be honest. But um, seamless world interaction, um, something that I wanted from like Star Wars Battlefront, right? I wanted, and this was uh, supposed to happen when Rebellion had uh, Battlefront Three under their watch. Um, spaceship battles going on above ground battles going on below both happening simultaneously and you could have ships go into the atmosphere and go out and could participate in these spaceship battles or you can go back down and go in and participate on these ground battles so something huge like that where you have two completely different gameplay styles two or three different gameplay styles and you can um, participate on a massive scale like that yeah um, I now where these types of games cons- consistently go is the persistent war aspect of it. Yeah, kind of like Planet Side. Kind of like Planet Side, yeah, which is what Planet Side did. And that's the persistent war is what I don't want. Um, I, I myself operate better on instanced actions, like, like round, round gameplay or something like that. Like, uh, let's take the enemy territory of old and say it's just like one game you have the objective and you know you're fighting to do it have the game take as long as possible i don't care but just give me a goal that can end and you can have a winner or a loser and you keep going well um, i lose interest when there's a persistent world and you you let's say you win but the fight never stops the war never ends bro <laughs> yeah yeah so so i i hope per, uh, like a giant persistent world with multiple gameplay styles is the future um will i play it honestly probably not but i do think that it could be something huge and uh i i feel the next big mmo will probably be in the vr space because vr has gotten cheaper yeah. uh there's a couple on the on the rise right now that um are <laughs> nearing I feel like we're two uh, fucking salespeople, like just throwing out like buzzwords. You're like, I, I think the next big thing: VR, AI, MMO, RPG, uh, sex dungeon. That's sex the, dungeon. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's the real thing. Uh, a combo wampa sex dungeon in uh, Second Life. You can uh, subscribe. No, I'm kidding. Uh, but, <laughs> but yeah, I think that will be the next big thing that that we'll see. And I, you know, I think the technology's there. It's just gonna take. It's yeah, gonna take a triple A casting couch. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's gonna take a triple A studio to bring it there because you're gonna need funds. For yeah, it. I think all those people are in the mobile space right now, trying to put fucking lottery tickets in children's hands. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I think there'll be like enough. There's enough big players like stepping up, trying different things. Uh, like you're saying, like Amazon's trying something. Uh, I think PlayStation has like a RPG MMO that they're trying to build that look really cool. Uh, yeah, man. Yeah, there's always people trying for that brass ring, bro. War of the Warcraft still holding strong. Yeah, yeah. Uh, will something knock World of Warcraft off, off the mountaintop, you think? I think that too many people are too deeply invested in their characters, their guilds, their friendships. Like, yeah. People have gotten fucking married. These people have been murdered. These people have been everything in that fucking game's True. happened, bro. True. Them, them and Eve, dude. Like, uh, yeah. I think if the next big thing happens, it'll probably be World of Warcraft 2 if they have a full sequel. You know, yeah. after all the expansions. I doubt they will, right? Because you can just make a new expansion, they have a new engine that they're doing, so I doubt they will have a full sequel, but it it It'd makes be interesting sense, right? to see if they could run things in parallel where like you can still access the world, but like you have like 
part two and like the game looks like a fucking real game yeah yeah uh, but they've kind of always had this stylized cartoony look since the uh rts <laughs> true true so Let's see how it goes. I mean, the fucking World of Warcraft movie looked fucking amazing. So, <laughs> so uh, yeah, um, let's just you know wrap up here. Um, do you have any final closing thoughts on the state of MMOs right now? Uh, I want to play them. I wish I had more time, more free time. Um, they, they're great. Uh, I think they're just just a possibility space, man. I don't know. They're fun. Yeah. Uh, I, I think like you're saying a lot of it's like the social aspect. Uh, that's huge. I think that's what gives them their charm is like random weird shit that like other people do. Yeah. Yeah. The new, new um, organic stories, right? Yeah. Organic storytelling. If you read the legendary mechanic, he calls players the fourth calamity uh, because they're just like doing wild, crazy shit in the world. Okay. Okay. I don't know what about you, man. Any, any closing thoughts on MMOs? Like the state of them? I, th- I, I think that um, they're good for expanding gaming as a whole. I think that um, there's so many different options now that you don't have to pigeonhole people in a shooter, in a platformer, in an adventure game, things like that. You can, like, there's so many, uh, there's such different variety that I think MMOs definitely have their place. Um, I do think some of the gambling and casino aspects are inherently scummy. It's not inherent in just mmos but i think that that um, their general gameplay design is embellished with that as a capitalist i would say don't buy them and they will stop doing them (laughs) yeah yeah Uh, as a real person i think that they're predatory and they're not going to change until laws happen that forces them to change (laughs) true true but um overall i think that it's just one of those things where gaming is one of those things where it's for everyone. You yeah. you can. It doesn't matter what walk of life you're from. If you have a physical or mental disability or anything like that, you pretty much pretty much anyone can play a video game. And I think that MMOs are just another avenue to to the great medium that that we both decided to make a podcast about. That we both decided to create things in that space. Um, and I I think that if MMOs are your jam, um, keep doing it. Honestly, yeah. it's it's a good thing. I think just playing games are a, it's a good thing in general. But yeah, man, that's uh, I'm gonna end it on that one. Find yourself a banjo and have a jamboree. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. For sure. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, I think that uh, that wraps up this episode. This has been the Combo Wombo. Don't forget to subscribe, you bitch. Yeah, we'll like, see you next time. Follow, subscribe. Peace. <laughs>